Welcome back to another episode of the Transform Your Life podcast. I'm Angela Hauk, founder of the international online coaching business, Team Ange. I'm an expert in building muscle and losing fat, a natural figure and fitness pro athlete with the UFE, and a lover of everything personal development. I'm a mom, a businesswoman. Most days, I just feel like a hot mess trying to keep it all together. I spent the first two decades of my life overweight, tired, hating vegetables, and living off Pepsi. I got sick and tired of feeling tired every day and decided to transform my life. This fitness and nutrition podcast is dedicated to educating and empowering listeners on all things training, nutrition, and personal development. I'm on a mission to help you improve your body, achieve your goals, live a confident and fulfilled life stepping into your full potential. So let's help you transform physically and mentally to a person that's been hiding underneath all along. Let's do it. Happy New Year, everybody. I am super excited for all that 2019 is going to bring for all of you guys and the goals that you're chasing after. I hope that you took some time beginning of the year to really set some intentions for what you want this year to entail for you. What are the things that you want to focus on? What are the things that you want to achieve? Know that there is so much potential within all of us and all it takes is for us to take some self-reflection and go after the things that we truly want. So I just want you all to know that if you haven't taken the time yet, I really challenge you to do it now. Set some concrete things that you want to make happen in 2019 and then work your way backwards. So you want to look at setting your goals for the upcoming year with really a plan of action. So three months from now, where do you want to be? And then what are the habits and things that you're going to have to do to make sure that that happens for yourself? I truly believe that our life is built on habits so if there's things that you want to make just happen and and you want them to evolve and become part of your world and become part of who you are it really comes down to the habits and the way in which you spend each day to day are those things in alignment with the things that you really want so take some time this week if you haven't already to do that type of self-reflection what is it that you want 2019 to entail what skills do you want to acquire Where do you want your body to go? What is it that you want to cultivate? And then how is it that you're gonna make that happen? Now, wanted to tell you also about a really exciting giveaway that I'm doing over on my Instagram account. So I've linked arms with Core Nutritionals, which is my absolute favorite supplement company. And I am giving away a $200 gift card. That is going to really get you set up with a bunch of supplements that are gonna help support your journey. Now, one staple supplement that is my absolute favorite, and I'm actually currently drinking it right now, is the Core ABCs product. So this product is really a way that you can help support your endurance, your recovery, Really, it's a great staple for anybody who's in a fat loss phase or trying to chase after weight loss because you're able to suppress your appetite. So it's something that I like to drink in between meals. It's also something that can make water tastes better than just having plain water. So if you're somebody who struggles to get your water in, this will be a great product for you. It's something that's going to ensure that you stay on track with gaining that muscle because you're going to be able to really perform well. You're going to be able to really recover well. And you're going to stay on track with not having to lean towards those high calorie sugary drinks because you'll be able to satisfy yourself with 15 delicious flavors. My favorite is Crystal Star Candy, but oh my goodness, there's so many awesome ones. Love, 
blue raspberry. Um, the lemonade is fantastic, but it's a great thing that you can even sip on at social events and people won't even know that you're not drinking something that's alcoholic. So to participate in the giveaway, you're going to head on over to my Instagram account. So that's angehauk underscore UFE pro. You're going to see a picture close to the top there that has me scooping from a container of core ABCs and all of the details are going to be there. So there's a few things you got to do, but somebody is going to win that $200 gift card. I'm going to be making the draw at the beginning of February. So you have all month to go ahead and participate in that giveaway. And uh, if you're not sure which supplements would be the best fit for you, you can go ahead and just send me a message on Instagram. I'd be happy to make some professional recommendations based on the things that are your personal goals and really get you set up so that 2019 can be the year that you get what you're really after. Now, let's dive into today's guest. That is the absolutely amazing mom, Monica. So Monica is a wife, a mother of two, and the owner of a personal training company called Stronger You. She trains out of her studio in Dundas, in home and online, but she's currently actually on maternity leave. So she's not taking any clients at the moment. She has an amazing son, Adam, four months old and then she also has a daughter. So Monica earned her pro cards in the bikini and fitness model category after having her first child. She's a dual pro also with the UFE and she became super passionate about the importance of core rehabilitation and essentially today's conversation is really that postpartum period. We talk a lot about the importance of rehabilitating your core, not jumping right back into it and trying to get your body back too quickly and then ending up with a mess after the year. So essentially today's conversation, we talk all about loving your body after you have a babe, loving your body throughout pregnancy and really how we can create that sexy love for ourselves within a relationship. And then also as a mom, we talk about the misconceptions that exist about the postpartum period, um, some symptoms of dysfunction that you may be experiencing or you may have learned could be happening after you have babes. We talk about how to check if you have a separation in your abdominals, some exercises to avoid, where to get started, how to squeeze in workouts as a busy mom. And this is just an absolutely beautiful conversation with one of the women that I look up to most. Here we go. Enjoy, guys. Welcome to the podcast. You are the first guest of 2019. And uh Woohoo! I'm excited. It's going to be a pretty incredible year. So let's just kick things off with you telling everybody a little more about who you are, Monica, and uh, what it is that you do. So I am, well, a mom of two, and I am a personal trainer as well. I've done a few fitness competitions um, with UFE, just like you, Angela. And basically am just trying to navigate life with kiddos and being an entrepreneur. And um, yeah, just really, really passionate about helping other women with um, making them feel stronger and healthier. Amazing, amazing, amazing. So you got all this stuff going on. You're talking about this amazing business that you have and you're talking about also being a competitor and also being a mom. So let's just talk about how you got into competing and how you were able to 
go through a contest prep, achieve what it is that you were able to achieve while still rocking an amazing, uh, like an amazing motherhood, you know, like you were able to do all of that all at once. And I just want to talk about what that was like for you and how you were able to do it all. All right. So I got into competing after um, playing soccer. I was, um, I played NCAA Division II soccer in the state. I was able to get a soccer scholarship in um, Wheeling, West Virginia. So, um, I loved, I loved sports and being an athlete, um, and I, it was always something that really brought a lot of happiness and was a great stress reliever in my life. So after um, I graduated from university, um, I really missed playing competitive sports, and so I had always been interested in strength training. I just felt like the women were so beautiful that I would see, you know, and magazines like oxygen where they're so curvaceous and they also look so strong and so feminine and so i started getting into strength training and the you know competitor in me i was like okay let's do a competition um so i really got into it just love love strength training and exercising and using weights and how my body started to really transform um I had always wanted a stronger core, and that was like something I struggled with even before I had it. Um, so being able to type my core and actually feel a lot more confident in you know my clothes and being in a bikini um, just really opened my eyes into like a different world. Um, and so I then um, was super close to getting my pro card, but I didn't get it and then um so I ended up being pregnant at um the show that I was hoping to get my pro card in so um I knew I was pregnant before I competed and so I didn't do all of the um dehydration stuff uh just to obviously be cautious about being pregnant and doing a show so I went through the show because I had worked so hard on my body and thought why not and so from there, I had my beautiful daughter, Vila. Um, and after having her, I, you know, just really, I found myself wanting to go to the gym a lot because as a new mom, especially, you're, you're, you're very, I think, cloudy in where, what your expectations are as a mom. And, you know, what, you know, where you should, um, find time for yourself and you know that little bit of guilt like is it okay for me to go to the gym and not be at home and I'm breastfeeding and I I found it was exactly what I needed to really help myself be you know just be happier as a mom because I I definitely went through a little bit of a postpartum depression I would say um with Mila where I think sometimes you're just so um just, uh, I would say, you're learning, you're experiencing, you, you don't know, and um, you're hard on yourself, and then your body has all these hormones and things happening to it that you don't quite understand, and um, so anyway, my husband, thank God, was so supportive of me working out, and I said to him, okay, one year out, um, 
postpartum, I'm gonna do another show. Um, and that was when I got my pro card. Um, so I, I think it's pretty awesome, especially being in an organization where you can be a mom, you can have some stretch marks. I love that USC is a natural competition or a natural organization. And um, yeah, so that I think that was like a big turning point for me too. That I I kind of um, realized how much moms neglect themselves, and that I wanted to help moms first of all get their bodies stronger after they've had a baby. It might not be the same, but I want them to make themselves a priority. And I also want them to feel good in the body that they have after they have a baby. Um, Angela, I know, like, right? You mm-hmm. can do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's not so, like, it's so hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we deserve it. Absolutely. Absolutely. I agree so much with so much that you said there. And it's so powerful that I almost believe that that self-love piece that comes throughout postpartum in viewing your body in a different way, in loving your body in a different way. I believe that's such a powerful lesson that we really need to share with more women. We need to share with more moms because there's so many times when we just start looking in the mirror, looking at what our body may look like after children. And we don't look at it at a place from of self-compassion or a place of self-love. We look at it from a place of only being able to see the negative. And you are such an amazing spokesperson for that powerful message, Monica. So I really want to talk about how did you get yourself to that place of complete body love where you're able to share pictures and messages on social media of showing the stretch marks and loving your body in that way for a woman who's out there and thinking like, oh my God, you look great, Monica, but how can I do that? How can I love my body in its new form? Where do they begin? Well, honestly, Angela, I, after having my second baby, um, Adam, I was really frustrated because I had him and I was wanting to get my body back so quickly. And I just, like, I missed my clothes. You know how you get in those maternity clothes. And, um, you know, you, you have, you have, you're wearing those stretch bands. And then I had him, and I'm like, I'm, I was beating myself up. I was like, I'm still in my maternity clothes. Why? It's funny because my, my company is called Stronger You. Um, and I was recognizing, I was beating myself up a little bit and for still being in maternity clothes, like, come on, like a few weeks out of having a baby. And my, my shirt on the back, um, my little motto is stronger every damn day. And I started wearing my shirt every single day because I was like, no, you should not be out of your maternity clothes yet. Like, this is a big process. And I'm four months postpartum now, and I'm just starting to fit back into my jeans, you know, that I I was in before I had a baby, or, you know, that took me a while to get in after my first baby, too. And I'm still finding my body still going back. 
um, that's the way it was. Like my checks are still coming in four months postpartum, and my digestion is just starting to regulate again. Like I was having major problems with dairy, um, which I had never had before. So like you, you know, like please, my gosh, like take a lesson from me. Don't beat yourself up that you, you know, this is a long process. Like it, it's not a quick fix. You know, you'll be back to normal in no time. Like please give yourself like a lot of time to really like. It bugs me so much, and I talked to you about this before, that, you know, you get one checkup, six weeks, postpartum. Hey, how you doing? From your doctor, the doctor, are you, you know, if you went with um, an, ob- or an obstetrician, and that's what I had, um, and it's like, you are not okay after six weeks postpartum. You are still, like, you should be checked on, I believe, like almost like quarterly throughout the whole year. Mm-hmm. I recovery being like a year. Because like, you know, people have injuries, like toxic, however it's called. But like, there's major things that go on with you. And I would say, look at your postpartum journey as like a year process that you take the time to, you know, fit back in work out, see a pelvic floor physiotherapist, see a physiotherapist if you need. But the thing you need to remember is be, um, you know, you have to advocate for yourself. Mm-hmm. Nobody is going to do it for you, unfortunately. And as much as you know what I mean, you have people in your corner supporting you, they don't know how you feel and they don't know what you're going through. If you're losing, you know, you don't have control of your bladder, go see somebody, like, get the help you need. Because as much as you have to be there for your child, you know, your baby, and you have to take care of them, if you're struggling, if you're being like, go go get the help you need to feel better. You deserve that. Mm -hmm. So, Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more with everything that you just said there. It blows my mind that you go week after week for all of these fucking appointments over and over and over until the baby is born. And then it's like they shoot you at the door and you're a wreck. Like emotionally, you are a wreck. Physically, you are a wreck. You're trying to navigate motherhood. And if you talk to most other people in your life, so your mom, your grandma, maybe a friend, they're like, oh, yeah, that you just have to go through this. It That's just the way that it is. You're a mom now. Yes, your back is always going to hurt. Yes, every time you laugh, you're going to piss yourself. They just tell you like, yeah, that's what I go through. That's what everybody else goes through. And that's what gets me so fired up when we start talking about it is you do not need to go through that. Yes, you, you have to put some effort into talking to the right people and rehabilitating from the inside out, but we need to get this message out that there are people out there to help you. There are people that are there to help support that beautiful journey for you. But instead of thinking about how can I lose the most amount of weight possible, it's really how can I 
rebuild from the inside out so that I have an amazing foundation, that my core is strong so we don't see some of the issues that can happen baby after baby and then we're four babies in and the problems instead of being addressed after first baby are now four times as bad because it has been such a long period of time. So let's just talk about the misconceptions that exist about the postpartum period or postpartum stuff. So the big things that I kind of hear in my practice and just kind of around is a lot of those symptoms that you're talking about, the acceptance that that's normal, like those freaking underwear that they give that they advertise on TV for moms that are like, oh, you pee your pants now, just wear these underwears. And it's like, what? like, where in the world does that make any sense that you should have to slip into those not sexy underwear in your early years because of this thing? And Ah, just gets me so fired up. So I want to hear your perspective on that. What is the crap that's being spread around that you know is total bullshit? Yeah. Um, so many times, my gosh, like the fact that you think you have to live with um, peeing your pants, that, you know, uh, people have kids at all ages and it doesn't matter how old you are. There's absolutely strength training there's pelvic floor physio there's um there's so many things to help you rehabilitate your body after you've had a baby and you do not need to live with it you don't and it bugs me so much it it agreed with you that we get you know we'll get money we'll, we'll get benefits to help us if we have an injury like you know what i mean but the fact that we don't, it's not like, not in stone that like, uh, you're going to see a pelvic floor physio at six weeks postpartum because those muscles, those ligaments, those joints, everything's been extremely stretched out. Mm-hmm. And you need to teach yourself how and what the heck is going on in there to, to know how to fix it. And, and you, you know what I mean? So in my opinion, like you, it should be like non-negotiable. Maybe, you know, you don't, you won't suffer from incontinence and pee your pants. Like some women don't have that, that it doesn't happen to them, but there still might be other things going on uh, that, you know what I mean? That you need to get looked at. So for me, like, why, why are we not six week postpartum? You're going to see a pelvic floor physio just because we want to check to see if everything's okay. And again, exactly. If you're going to have another baby, you, you know what I mean? Like think of the worst things that'll happen if you did not take care of what might've been some problems after your first baby. Um, exactly. You don't want to have a prolapse. You don't want to have your organs spilling out from you. That's what I, I heard my clients say, like when I go for a run, I'm scared things are going to start falling out of me. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know what I mean? Like, that's quality of life. That, come on. Um, that that can easily, you know, be avoided and be taken care of. You mm-hmm. know? Yeah. So I just, um, like you said, the, the underwear, um, unfortunately, like, okay, maybe you might need to use it for the first little while after you've had a baby, but... I want to be a physical being. I'm married. I want to be able to have intercourse and not be in pain. Um, you know, all those things. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Big time. Big time. And it's it's those things that make us feel less womanly or less feminine or less sexy that can really drive a wrench into a relationship. You have less self-confidence. You, you no longer are looking in the mirror and really feeling like, I want to go get it on right now. You're, yeah. you're really focused on the dysfunctions within your body. And I know that this is a passionate subject for you. And as such, you've taken some steps to really help educate other women. So I want to talk about that. that I want to talk about your video series that you've created all about um, diastasis recti and what that's all about and who might be a good fit to go check out those videos, Monica. Okay. So we, um, I work with uh, Diana Bolden. She owns her own physio clinic. She's a pelvic floor physiotherapist. Um, and so her and I work together. Again, it goes hand in hand with be an advocate for yourself. So it teaches you how to assess your core after you've had a baby. So we get what's called um, diastasis recti. So you have a gap you have a separation um, in your core that um, is in between your two rectus muscles and you want to work on first of all you want to figure out how big of a gap you might have um, because there's certain exercises you should be avoiding if your gap is larger than say a two two and a half finger gap Okay, and most women do have larger than a two and a half finger gap after they've had a baby. So we teach you how to measure um, your core to see your separation. And then we teach you um, ways that you need to do the exercises properly um, so that you don't have doming in your core. So when you exercise, um, if you don't engage your core properly, your, your um, core can have like look like it's a cone or in a dome shape. So we teach you how to engage your core properly first before you do an exercise that is safe if you have abdominal separation. Mm -hmm. So the last video teaches you um, a dead bug, which is a safe exercise if you have diastasis recti or the, the gap in your core. It teaches you how to do that exercise. Um, and that's another thing um, that, you know, Angela and I have talked about before. There are, there are these, you know, uh, marketing, people love to market about these boot camps, postpartum, let me help you get back in shape after you've had a baby. Let me help you get your body back. Come to my boot camp. And the unfortunate part is that often in those group classes, they may not have exercises that are safe for you. Um, sorry, that was my lovely Adam here. No. Um, <laughs> she's four months old. Um, but anyway, that you know they they or sorry they, they advertise these mom workouts and they sometimes include exercises that aren't safe for you and can even make um, your stomach look, make your dome look bigger than it is or your mummy tummy look a little worse because you're doing certain exercises that can really um, emphasize the dome 
Yeah, so let's let's talk about those. So things that you would want to avoid if you know you go, you do this video that Monica's provided and you are still going to classes, which is totally okay. The things that we really want to avoid is anything that is going to have your body crunching together. So your sit-ups, um, anything that has your body kind of folding towards the center. We also want to avoid like a plank. If you can't create tension, you're going to feel that your separation and that your mommy tummy isn't engaged. You're going to find that those muscles just are not strong enough to hold your weight when you're doing any four um, front flexion exercises. So it's it's those kind of things. If you're not feeling the muscles fi- uh, fire, if you're feeling, okay, I used to do a plank, things didn't used to do this, your body could it could be a sign that, that that perhaps that's not an exercise that you're able to do now, but you will be able to do again in the future. It's just making sure that you're not making things worse by doing those particular exercises. So you talked about the dead bug being one of the exercises that are great for somebody who maybe has a separation. What are some of the other exercises that you recommend as a starting ground for somebody, Monica? I love, honestly, I do quite a few variations of the dead bug just because it is such a safe exercise. Um, so you can play with, you know, whether you're doing a, uh, first of all, you can start with just doing heel taps um, on the floor when you're set up in a dead bug position. It's kind of like opposite of a tabletop. You're laying on your back and your knees bent at 90 degrees. And you can start with heel taps. You can work on um, doing both legs at once, coming down with both legs onto the ground. The biggest thing you have to remember is to keep your back pressed into the floor so that you're actually activating the correct muscles. Um, that's another thing people, um, you know, they, they might think they're doing the exercise properly, but if your back is not pressed into the ground, you're working more your hip flexors um, than your, your core. So uh, you can start with single leg deadlift, and then you can work on double leg, doing both legs while keeping your back pressed into the ground. Um, I also love bird dogs are another great exercise. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anything, yeah. Yeah, and it's... Said, avoiding those, those planks positions until you're ready and those crunching positions. Like you said. Absolutely, absolutely. And I think the big thing that in terms of a misconception or thing that women have to kind of unlearn is I think there's this misconception that if my abs aren't burning like crazy the way that they would when they you try to do a million sit-ups, you know, if my abs aren't burning like crazy, am I even working my abs? If my abs don't hurt for three days afterwards, am I really working my core? So I think we need to educate and start to understand like that intense burn doesn't equate to the fact that your core is actually working or getting the real benefit that it needs as a whole unit um, while you're doing it. So I think 
just knowing that rehabilitating from the inside out, you do not have to be sore for four days to know that you actually worked your core. It's really about creating that stability, seeing progress in your strength when you're able to advance a level like some of the exercises that you talked about there, Monica, and then going from there. So I just want to also come back a little bit to the fitness classes thing because there's not only the like core stuff that drives me crazy and that I believe to be dangerous, but let's also talk about that high impact stuff. So like things like jump squats, jumping jacks, even running, how does that have an impact on somebody who is in their postpartum period and they haven't rehabilitated fully? What is happening there when they try to do those high impact movements? You know, you don't have to be sore for three days to know that you've worked your core really, really well. Um, it's a, a fantastic exercise is a glute bridge. Mm-hmm. I love the glute bridge. That is a very, again, safe movement that you can just really work on. Squeezing, engaging your glutes, strengthening your glutes, because we know those get sucked into your legs when you're pregnant. Everything's out the front. Yeah. Um, and then, again, you can just work on that that tension of your um, core when you come up in the movement, at the top top of the movement. Um, and then that high intensity stuff, my gosh, Angela, you're so right that, um, again, something dangerous uh, for you if you're postpartum, you lack that core strength, you might lack that um, pelvic core strength again, right? So if you're, if you're jumping and you don't have that pelvic core strength, Things you know, you're you're not working with your body. I would say you're working kind of against what it's going through. Mm-hmm. I know for me, like I start so slow with like just squatting. Like instead of a jump squat, stick with a regular body weight squat. You won't believe how well you can work on your form, your core strength. You know, getting low, work on your flexibility, um, you know, and start there. Because that will strengthen your legs, your core, okay? You can move your arms as well and give yourself a little bit of an upper body workout at the same time. But when you're jumping, you know, jumping into jumps or, you know, like those those quick movements because we think, okay, I really want to lose the weight. i got to get running. Uh, there are so many better ways uh, to lose weight and really improve your body composition, right? Because really, I think for women, that's what it's about. It's not necessarily dropping the pounds. It's about changing your body to make yourself feel more confident. Mm-hmm. So having a smaller waist, you know, strengthening your glutes, um, having nice, strong, you know, women like to say nice, strong tone arms. I like Mm-hmm. So that's kind of what I focus on in postpartum for women in their workouts is doing those bigger lifts that work 
everything. And then once we've built our base again, and we've done those nice core, you know, those dead balls, those core balls, then we can start moving into a stronger list or even jumping down the road. Once you've worked on strengthening your pelvic floor, and it's not going to, you know, essentially, like, come out yeah, those supporting muscles just cannot take the weight coming down. And especially if you may have gained some weight throughout your pregnancy, now your pelvic floor is carrying additional weight. And that's just coming down directly on a support system that just does not have the strength within it to be able to withhold that kind of impact. So like walking is a beautiful thing, ladies. Literally walking. I know it seems so simple. I know women say like, I just want to break a sweat. I want to get sweaty. And it's like, okay, power walk then (laughs) till you get sweaty or wear a lot of clothes so that you get sweaty. But the root of it is you are going to get amazing results from getting stronger, having muscle, walking and focusing on your nutrition and nourishing your body. That is a way better way to go through your postpartum period and not end up with a train wreck at the end of the year. Um, Unfortunately, yeah, unfortunately, there's just too much out there that is teaching women the wrong thing. So I absolutely love what you're doing. It's friggin' fantastic, Monica. Now, let's talk about the type of workouts that you do now. So you are four months postpartum and uh, you may not have a ton of time. I'm not sure if you're doing a combination of training at your gym facility and some training at home, but let's just talk about what you're doing four months postpartum to get stronger and feel empowered. I am totally going with the flow. <laughs> um, because as we all know, the babies kind of, um, they tell us what our schedule is during the day for the most part. But um, I, I do a combo. I work out at my gym and I work out at home. So I, I, I do love my time at the gym. Um, I try to go, you know, um, do at least 45 minutes. I like going without any kiddos because that's my time. And then when I have a day where it's not in the cards for me to get there, I, I, I've been making little 12 minute workouts that are mostly lightweight. Um, so like five pound dumbbells, sometimes I use soup cans, I use bands, I use body weight and, um, they're nice. Um, exercises that will get your heart rate up, but are safe for postpartum women. So like I talked about before, like, you know, body weight squats, or I'll do combinations of exercises where I'll do a, um, a single leg glute bridge with a chest press using my soup cans. And um, yeah, like, I really like it. And that's what I often tell women is do a combination. Sometimes you, you know, life before a baby, I got to the gym five days a week and that's what I was capable of. But now I have two kids. Um, my husband's busy. I'm busy. Like, so we, you know, there's days I can't get there. So I, I, I do a combination. I do some home workouts and I do some gym workouts and I find that super effective. Um, you know, and, and I think that the thing again, don't beat yourself up. You don't have to go to the gym five days a week to see results. Mm-hmm. Um, but try to do something almost every day. Like you said, walking the dog. Um, a 
I love doing family walks or hikes on the weekends. Like I just find exercising so important for not only your physical health, but for your mental health, especially the winter time when it's so dark out. So I'm a firm believer in making exercise a lifestyle approach, something that you can do almost every day and something that you don't beat yourself up about if you know it just you didn't fit it in the carts that day make up for it the next day Mm -hmm. Um, but i really do want to teach women that it's something you can continue forever it's not something you do you you do you you stop you do you stop it's something you continue with for your whole life i have a i have one person i work with that um they they for them they want to live as long as they can live because they had a baby when they were 48, I believe. Um, and so for them, it's about living as long as they can and being as healthy as they can so that they can potentially be around for their, their daughter's kids. Um, and that's a real thing. Like, your health, you know, is so important for, you know, uh, again, quality of life and, and just... You know, um, like living a long, healthy life. That's what people do. Right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, so fantastic, Monica. So where can people find you online? So um, you can check me out on my Instagram at Monica Chintrini. Um You better spell that. You better yeah, spell that out. Monica, <laughs> and then my last name C-I. A-N-F-R-I-N-I. Um, so at Monica Chinfrini. And then I have my Stronger You Facebook page, which is called Stronger You Dundas. Awesome. Um, it's on my Facebook. And then my website is StrongerYouDundas.com. Amazing, amazing. Yeah. Now, do you think you'll step on stage again? I know that you're a dual pro with the UFE. Is that something that's in the cards? Or are you just kind of going with the flow? am so I, I think I'm gonna focus this year I really want to take a personal training course I'm looking at this the animal flow course I heard is awesome by DTS um, so I would love to take some personal training courses actually this year and focus a little more on yeah I think um, educating myself as a trainer and we will see. I, I mean, never say never. We both say this. Never say never. Yeah. Um, I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure yet. Gotcha. I always say, like, if the itch comes up again, then I'll do it. Because, like... It's one of, yeah, it's one of those things that is all encompassing and we know the toll that it has on the family dynamic and, and the way that it can impact the family unit. So either way, I'm sure that you're enjoying um, the growth of your family and uh, yeah, the growth of, of the other elements of your life as well, Monica. And I want to thank you dearly for taking the time to come on and be a guest. Nobody really knows this yet, but for those that are listening, this is the second time that Monica and I have done this interview because we had a little bit of a technology issue that happened last time. So I have so much gratitude towards you, Monica, for taking the time to re-record the episode. And I'm so excited for everybody to hear it. No, thank you so much for having me. I love what you do. You are so inspiring. I look up to you so much. And honestly, I feel super honored that you even asked me. 
Well, I look up to you, my dear. You are such an inspiration for not only moms, but women everywhere. So we will just end things off today with Monica. How would you like to be remembered? I would love to be remembered for um, when I said this last time, for just for being a hard worker and somebody that never gives up. I just for me, I, I do. I just, you know, where there's a will, there's a way. And, um, and, and I, I like to lead by example. I like to inspire and walk the walk. So I hope that people can see what I'm doing and know that, you know, it is truly genuine. It is coming from my heart. And, um, and yeah, so I, I'm thankful for the people around me that support me and, and, and are there for me too. Amazing, amazing, Monica. Well, keep on inspiring. Have yourself an amazing, uh, amazing January. And we will plan for a play date with all the kiddos someday soon. Yes, I would love that. Yes, and maybe I'll get that tray back from the <laughs> booster seat from last time. Oh, my God. Oh, too so funny. Terrible. How long it's been. It's been too long. It has been too long, absolutely. Yeah, there was snow on the ground, but uh, no worries. No worries. At least we don't live too far away. We'll plan for something soon. Yes. All right. All right. Lots of love, girl. Bye. You too. Bye. There we go, guys. That's the end of today's episode. I hope that you enjoyed. Now, heading into 2019, one of my big goals is to grow this podcast to impact more lives, to get into the ears of more listeners so we really can have a bigger impact. So one way that I'm going to challenge you, if you are listening to today's episode, I'm going to challenge you to head on over to Instagram, share it in your Instagram stories, tag me in it so that I can see that you listen to it. And that's a way that we can get other people listening to this content, get a bigger impact happening within this world. So know that I truly appreciate you. Thank you for listening and thank you for sharing because that really does mean the world to me. One other way that you can help us get in front of more people's eyes is by heading on over to iTunes and leaving us an honest review. Throughout the year, I'm going to be doing lots of giveaways that are linked up with the review. So the ways to participate in that particular giveaway is by heading on over to iTunes, leaving an honest review, and those reviews will be entered into draws as we work our way through the year. This could be things like books or swag or even free participation in programs that we are offering. So please, please, please know that I really appreciate your time. It means the world that you guys take the time to do these kind of things. Thanks for being on this team. I absolutely love you. Bye. Guys, I'm on a really big mission here and I want to transform 1 million lives, but I need your help. I can't do it alone. I want you to take this episode, share it with just one person. Maybe it's a friend or a family member or maybe a coworker, just one person who could really benefit from the information in this week's episode or perhaps a previous episode. That is how we create impact. That is how we get this movement going. That's how we take people from feeling tired and just not having a fulfilled life and we put them into fulfilling their full potential. So I challenge you guys to share this with just one person. It would mean the world to me. And as always, head on over to iTunes, subscribe so that you never miss an episode. They come out every single Thursday. That is my commitment to all of you guys so that you guys can continually grow, expand, and fulfill your full potential. Have a great week.
We'll catch you next time. Lots of love, Ange.